got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Receiver in motion from the top. Morgay hit as he throws. X Valaday untouched for the lead. Welcome back, everybody. Rocking the news with Jimmy B. Thank you to the Pac-12 Network for that call on the game, which leads us to our next guest, which is Hode Rabino, DevilsDigest.com, and you can follow Hode at Devils Digest on Twitter. Hode, it's Jimmy B. and Manuch. How are you, pal? And particularly after getting that upset win over the Washington Huskies. I'm doing great, gentlemen. Thanks, as always, for having me on. Well, how would you kind of set this up then after they got that victory the response then from head coach Sean Aguano and the reaction from the players immediately following that win look I mean I don't think it's breaking news to say that uh, Sean Aguano is one of the finest uh, people that are roaming this earth uh, right now I mean in terms of his character his demeanor it really it really is second to none and I'm, I'm just happy for him that he has really uh, embraced uh, the, uh, the the family atmosphere. And I know that's maybe one of the most worn-out cliches in all the sports, especially in football. But uh, I think that he's somebody that, that, really, that really walks the talk. And just to hear him in his post-game uh, speech to say that, uh, you know, when you, when you teach uh, your players as much as you want, you, you, you want them to show that on the field. When you love them as much as you love them, you want to – see that in their actions and and in their play that, that that they do love you back and i think for those simple reasons i think it was very very gratifying to see somebody like sean aguano uh be be rewarded with the players that trusted in him that believed in him because otherwise uh you, you're not going to be the team like washington if you don't have those elements already in play you know how you watch the usc game they were competitive through the the first three quarters of that game it was a really good game and then usc just kind of took off and then you watch this game. For you watching this and following the Devils for many, many years, what, what impressed you the most about the last two games, about this team as a whole? Well, I think that uh, you, you do have a team that, that they're really showing more spirit and, and more fight. And I'm not saying that this team did not try in the first three games of the season, but I also feel that they, that they really did, did take that to, uh, to another level. I also think that just the level of aggression on both the offense and the defense, uh, but being being more daring, but really showing really showing more creativity, I think it's something that has been apparent in, in the last three games. I look, I mean, I know it's a very a very gradual uh, improvement, and as I like to say, it's baby steps, but baby steps in the right direction. But uh, those are some of the things that that, that really jump at you, uh, you know, you know, right away. Uh, you know, even though that you still have the same players, the same offensive coordinator, and defense coordinator in place, I think when you have a head coach. That can be one of those uh, surprise elements, for lack of a better term, for opponents that are facing ASU because maybe they're used to seeing a Herb Edwards team do uh, this and that on offense and this and that on defense. And now with Sean Aguano, he, he, he puts his own fingerprints on them. He puts his own flavor on it. And uh, you, you know, seeing a team that I just feel that is, uh, like I said, just really, really being a little more daring, a little more creative, and really uh, just, uh, you know, pushing all of the cards to the front of the table. I don't think anybody is really expecting uh, Sean Aguano or ASU to, to do much this year. So uh, just to have that mentality of uh, just, to, just have nothing to lose 
each and every Saturday is something that has served ASU uh, really well so far. I think it even serves them better for the rest of the season. All right, so bye week, Stanford, then Colorado, winnable games. But is he going to have to sort out a quarterback issue or not at all? <laughs> is the controversy yeah, begun, think, home? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, I mean, I think uh, there's definitely a legitimate battle that's going to take place now between em- em- Emory Jones and, and, and Trent Bourget. Uh, I think there's no there's no really arguing that. And, and if people ask me, okay, who you know who, who should start, who should get the get, get the get the preference? Maybe it's the old school guy in me that's saying that no player, no matter if it's a quarterback or a safety, should lose a job uh, to an injury. But and I think this is a but that a lot of people are forgetting that. If you're the starter and you and you had to leave the game because of injury, and now you're coming back, assuming that you're healthy, you still need to you still need to prove it in practice. So I don't think Emory Jones should be handed the job. I don't think uh, Trent Bourget should be handed the job either. Whoever's going to practice uh, the best, and then now we have a, a bye week, so you have practices this week and next week is is the one that should win the job. So to me, I don't think there should be any controversy because nobody would know better than the players and coaches that are every day in practice. Who between the two quarterbacks is, is performing better? And again, I, I don't. Just going back to my earlier point, I don't think Sean Aguano over here is uh, is, is really coaching for anything else but uh, for for a chance to to be the next head coach at Arizona State. And some people may may not think it's, a, it's all that realistic, but uh, I, I think with in his um, uh, unique position, he, he can afford to be a quote unquote gambler. Mm-hmm. And if he feels that the, that Borgay is going to be the best option for him to win the game at, uh, at Stanford on October 22nd, then that's exactly what he's going to do. But at the same time, I don't think that Aguano uh, has that uh, character flaw, for lack of a better term, that he would clearly see Jones playing better than Borgay this week and next week in practice and still starting Borgay at Stanford. That's something I don't think is, is going to happen especially with a coach like Sean Aguano. He's Old Rubino, com. You can also tweet him at Devil's Digest. Well, talk to us about this young man, Trenton Borgay, young man out of South Point Catholic, uh, the junior. A lot of folks don't really know his background. He's quietly come up here to, to Phoenix, always wanted to come up here, and, and he's just kind of taking that reins as the backup quarterback with other quarterbacks coming and going here at Arizona State. Yeah, grew up, grew up in Marana and uh, definitely took exception for uh, U of A uh, not giving him as serious of a look that ASU did. He did come over here as a preferred walk-on. And you're right, Manucci, he's really become uh, the internal backup quarterback. I mean, he backed up, uh, you know, both, I guess, uh, Joe Yellen and Jaden Daniels yes. in 2019. And uh, since in 2020, 20, uh, 2020 and 2021 was uh, the primary backup. Uh, to uh, Jaden Daniels in, in, in those years. And uh, it really was, really was kind of unfortunate because in the spring practice, when uh, the coaching staff was trying to evaluate the state of the quarterbacks at Arizona State and thinking, okay, do we need to bring Emory Jones or any other quarterback for that matter from the transfer portal after spring practice, that's when that, uh, Borgay, uh was uh, suffering from a, from a fractured foot, uh, a surgery that I think he probably should have uh, taken, elected to take, I'm sorry, after the 2021 season ended. But he decided to play through it through the spring. Uh, there were many practices where he uh, did not even finish practice or just didn't play up to his full capabilities because of that injury. Did up did end up taking the uh, uh, surgery post practice uh, post spring. I'm sorry, and that really again opened the door uh, for uh, a transfer. In this case, Emory Jones uh, to come to, to come to the program and maybe uh, 
Bogey wasn't really even all that healthy uh, all, all throughout fall camp, but slowly, uh, slowly but surely, I mean, he, he's played uh, better and better. And I don't think Aguano or the staff really had any hesitation in turning into the game when Emory Jones did have to leave uh, due to concussion. But you know, it's, it's a great story. I mean, maybe not a kid that grew up here in the valley, but mm-hmm. the first in-state quarterback to lead Arizona State to victory since Chad Christensen in, wow. in, in 2002. Wow! I, I, I think that's a, a pretty cool note over there. And look, I mean, as much as I, I'd love to see, you know, more and more local recruits at Arizona State, I know that doesn't always uh, work work according to plan. But to me, there is really no better storyline when you have an when you have an in-state uh, a quarterback, especially a quarterback that grew up here in the Valley, which, again, doesn't apply to Borgay, but to have a, a, a quarterback with uh, that background leading Arizona State to victory, I always think that it just puts a really nice twist uh, on, on any Arizona State win, especially when you upstate the number 21 team in the nation. Hode, uh, about one minute left here. When you talk about him, in your estimation, what does he do best? Does he read defenses well? Does he handle the offense well? I, 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 explain. Look, I mean, I'm um, I'm kind of sick, and I'm sort of the, the Bourget family is uh, sick of hearing, uh, you know, how short he is, five eleven, <laughs> and doesn't really have that uh, that classic quarterback stature and everything. But I, I don't want to say, play, you know, he plays his limitations. That probably is too harsh of a description. But but he knows that uh, you know that that he's somebody that just has to use the God given tools that he has of the best of his abilities, and just to have that, just have that that, that high football IQ. Just to know, you know, how he can deliver the ball when his line of sight is always not going to be as as uh, advantageous as somebody who's six two, six three. I think he just uses all the tools that he has in as an ability, and maybe and maybe it's more brain brain than brawn, uh, you know, if you will. Uh, but but that's the, that, that's that's really how he how he does uh, does get the job done. Um, you know, there were many plays, especially some of the touchdown plays, where you could tell that Borgay just studied Washington the Washington really really well. And he knew that that was his only chance of really playing playing effectively, without having the God-given uh, dual-threat capability, talent, without having a monster arm or any of those characteristics. So I think that's what really defines a quarterback like Bourget uh, the best. He really knows what 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 he has to work with. He doesn't try to uh, work outside of his framework. And uh, what you saw what you saw against Washington, I think, was a definitely a clear ex- a clear example of uh, what what makes him a very, very effective quarterback when he does uh, work with, again, enough limitations is too, is too harsh of a word, but working with, the, with those limitations uh, that he has. And he, he's done an excellent job, and this is why uh, we're sitting here uh, right now during the bye week uh, talking about the quarterback controversy in mm-hmm. San Well, and I know one thing he's got that's very quarterback-esque. It's that brand-new Corvette that he's got right there (laughs) to be driving that bad boy around. And I know Hode Rubino, the fine, fine reporter for DevilsDigest.com, will have to go check it out and get his story and get a little ride around campus with that nice vet. (laughs) And and, and just as a side note, I mean, I don't know how many people realize that it was a total fluke that the Corvette was waiting for him at that North parking lot of Sunderland Stadium after the game. Um, I mean, I, I happened to talk to his, to his dad, uh, Toby Borgay, yeah. uh, a person who, by the way, runs a very successful 7-on-7 club. I'm sure Manucha, you know, yes, you, yeah. you know him better than me, what he's accomplished with that club. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the car just happened to be ready uh, a few days before the Washington game, so his dad wanted to surprise him. He obviously had no idea that Ace was going to win that game. He had no idea that Ace was going to win that game because of his son's play. So you talk about immaculate timing. I mean, it really was like like a Hollywood movie 
that uh, you know, you know, you know, the quarterback. I don't know if he got the girl, but he definitely got the Corvette. <laughs> yeah, he did. After that victory, so. Sometimes the car's better than the girl. You don't have to argue. <laughs> yeah, but Nate's maintenance is just as high sometimes, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, it is. You change. got that right. Got to change the oil once in a while. Hey, ho, th- <laughs> ho, thank you, pal. It's always good to catch up with you. You have a good day. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. See you, man. Take it easy. Which brings us to our State 48 roofing. It's your call question of the day. And by the way, for a free quote, repair, or installation, head to state48roofing.com and follow them on social media by searching hashtag sexy roof status. Here's the question. After the upset victory by ASU over at that time, number 21, Washington, should Sean Aguano be named the permanent head coach? Your answers are, or your opportunities are, A, yes, the energy is back. B, no, not seen enough. You got a you you got a thought process on that, Manuch, yeah, by think, the way? I think that more or less, you know what? I I, I like what I'm seeing. And yeah, I, I know think you do. I think the energy's back. He's turned it around. Got two very winnable games. Got the bye week. Matter of fact, we'll catch up with Coach Iguana tomorrow mm-hmm. at one fifteen as he gets ready to hit the road and recruit. Yep. He's going to recruit his butt off. He's the interim head coach. Hey, Michael Crow, just make him your head coach over at Arizona State University. Wow. And not worry about anybody wow. else that's out there. Wow. He wants to stick around. He is the devil all the way. He's got the maroon.